Interesting. I don't know what's going on. Anyways, we're back. Another day. We got to fix your hair. <laughs> no, you don't need to fix my hair. I'm uh, just tired. I know. Okay. Like <laughs> yeah, we're going. So, Saturday night. That's more like Sunday morning. Sunday 12 morning. 12.35 a.m. <laughs> a regular thing for us, though. True. Because we don't have, <laughs> like, we're, we've been in ministry, what, eight, nine years? Nine years? Almost 10 Almost years. Almost 10 together. Almost 10, yeah. Probably before that, even longer. Yeah. But I don't ever remember a time just because we got married. We got married. We had yeah. our daughter. Mm-hmm. We just kept having kids. We got five. Yes. Our first one, yeah, was yeah. after our one year. Like I don't even remember what ministry was like when Without we didn't have kids? to get kids ready. Wow, I don't remember either what <laughs> it was like without kids. <laughs> right? Yeah. Because yeah. married? No, I remember what it was like before we got married. We were, we were doing ministry together actually before we got married. So actually coming up on 12 years. Really? Yeah. Cause we met during doing ministry together. Oh, yeah. But I'm talking about the regular Sunday morning being oh, on Sunday, staff. Okay. Sunday, oh, being on staff. Okay, yeah. That's way different than just... Yeah. Like, actually, yeah. Being on staff, I was pregnant by the time mm-hmm. with our first... And so, By like, the time you... We're hired on staff, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to try to sit, not to say like a lot of times. Oh, yeah. Sorry, because last time we did. Last time we were just liking everything. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 like. That was our um. Yeah. Anyway. So Saturday, um, what is, we got, we had a long day today. Yes. Just life with the kids. Mm-hmm. A lot going on. And with the family. With the family, which is great. Mm-hmm. But I feel like in ministry, our Saturdays changed a lot. Or it's just not changed a lot. It's just Saturday. We have to be more intentional with our time. Yeah. Well, we're prep. Saturdays are like get ready mentally, physically. Yeah. Everything spiritually for Mm -hmm. Sunday. Yeah. And it's always been, I feel like it's always been hard for, not hard, but Saturday, like Saturday has just been prep, 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 prep. Yeah. But we kind of got used to it. So it's not, it's not like a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. Not at all. Yeah. I mean, even if we, on Sundays, we're, well, it's rare that we're not serving. Well, mm-hmm. now with the church plant, we're serving every Sunday mm-hmm. uh, in some capacity, um, even if it's not preaching or leading worship. Mm-hmm. But um, can you talk about how Saturday, like, how did Saturday used to go when it was just we were working at another church, a more established church? Wait, and can all I finish that? my thought real yeah, quick? Ahead, I was going to say that even when we're not like serving up front, we still need to prepare ourselves. For worship the next the next day, mm-hmm. so that we can still serve one another. Like even if we're serving in the congregation, as far mm-hmm. as like worshiping, mm-hmm. getting our mind right, so that we're going in ready to worship God, because mm-hmm. that's beneficial for everybody. Not mm-hmm. that every Sunday you come in and you're like, "Woo, I want to worship God," but sometimes it's rough. Mm-hmm. I mean, with kids, even when we are serving like up front, it's sometimes we're going in, we're like, we're worshiping God because He's worthy, mm-hmm. not because I feel like it emotionally right now. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's a Topic for another day. Mm-hmm. So I always felt that there was a lot of times before I had kids that I, not looked down, but I would wonder why people with kids would sometimes stumble in late or <laughs> or not show up sometimes. Uh. Can you talk about some of our stories? What are some of our, some of our, like, 
Do you remember when we, there were times we had a first, maybe we, when we had, when we jumped to three kids, I think uh-huh. that was the first time it happened. I'm trying to think of something specific. We from, no, I'm sure that it wasn't the first time it happened. But well, when we jumped to three, uh-huh. I, we had, Sundays was, was, it was like, it was a long Sunday. Well, we were and, driving from like Kapolei to town. Yeah. And we had, so we had to get up extra early. Mm-hmm. No, not to town, to Kamaki. Kamaki. Yeah. Past town. Further. Yeah. Driving from Kapolei. Yeah. That was our standard. Okay, maybe for the mainland, it's not far, but Mm -hmm. when you're living on an island, (laughs) it's far. It's far for us. Yeah. And in the mainland, maybe you drive 45 minutes and you get far. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) In Hawaii, you drive 45 minutes and you've gone, you can still see, you can look back and still see where you drove from. Yes. And like, you you don't have made much progress. Yes. But we drove, we would drive and the way we would set it up is we would drive separate. So I would go... When you weren't oh, when we leading kids, worship, yeah. yeah. When you weren't leading worship, and when you I didn't weren't, have to go early. you'd have to mm-hmm. go early. What we would do is, most times, because I, that's when I, we were doing setup teardown, or you were doing setup, setup. setup. So you would go early, yeah, because if we didn't have to take the kids early, we, I would keep them back mm-hmm. because, yeah, that's that's an extra long day for them, right? So I would go in six thirty, mm-hmm. get there, get there six thirty, set up, I remember. set up everything. And I feel once we had two or three kids, I'm hoping that you should get to show up on time for second service. Yeah, I honestly don't <laughs> remember. It was kind of a blur <laughs> as far as like specific Sundays. Yeah, but yeah, it was hard. Just me getting all of those kids ready. Yeah, I remember sometimes stumbling in and just being glad I made it. And sometimes I would miss the whole first worship set. Oh, and make it, oh, one time I think I made it for the end of the sermon. I was going to say, you made it for the end of the sermon. And mm-hmm. then there was one time actually that you made it in just for the last set and you were so happy. <laughs> and I think there would be times when mm-hmm. I started out before we had kids that I was wondering, man, I don't know about that. Yeah, I, I got to get to the why. Always, those people always come late. Those people, do they not care about the faith of their kids? Do they not care about church? <laughs> Mind you, our kids were like, what, four, two, and newborn at that time when we had three. So the kids had no idea, at least the youngest one, like people with newborns or who've had newborns understand, like you can't control when you got to change a poopy diaper. Most times it's happening when you're loading the car and they're like, shucks, I got to go change. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I got to go change that poopy diaper. And then like sometimes you got to like unload all the kids. To like do what you gotta do, and then you gotta change the clothes because like they pooped like pooped on themselves. Like yeah, it just every like takes up a lot of time. Yeah, I notice. <laughs> like when I'm trying to do it, it's hard. But so when we think <laughs> when we were talking about like bringing kids to church, mm-hmm. I think I grew in mo in more graciousness towards people, and I have more For understanding sure. now. As a as a lead lead pastor, whatever I don't, I always wonder about what I. I'm just a pastor at the church, so you're a lead pastor, pastor, you're lead elder, pastor, elder. Um, I'm I understand. I have so much more compassion for moms when they come in, and dads sometimes, and dads, the yeah. dads that are holding. Like it I got a, yeah, a woman who's serving with me on the worship team tomorrow, and her husband holds it down while she comes early, mm-hmm. and he brings the kids. Or sometimes they all come together, so we know what that what that's like. Yeah. yeah. And I think last week we had a, another guy. His wife was 
helping lead worship. Yeah, and he had no and he has no he had kids. no kids, and he was holding it down for us. Yeah, he was over there pushing rocking. Shiloh in his shoulder. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that was very helpful. But yeah. yeah, definitely more compassionate towards parents once having kids. Mm-hmm. Um, just understanding it takes time. Mm-hmm. So what is what is the struggle? Sorry, no, it's okay. I'm just thinking like people are like, why does it take so long? You got to buckle each kid. You got to like feed them breakfast before then. You got to change their clothes. Tantrums happen. Like all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that one time? I... No, I'm not going to talk about that. Okay. <laughs> when I forgot a baby. Actually, I don't remember that. In a car seat. But never in the car. Never. No, not in the car at home. Yeah. I'm just I'm just uh, saying that for our listeners so I they tur- don't think that. I turned back around and picked Wait, them Wait, what? In the house? Yeah. How far did you get? Just out the neighborhood in our, our old, um, like where we oh, lived. like outside the parking lot. Okay. Yeah, outside the parking lot. And I just okay. I forgot them, looped around, and then picked them up. Wait, so it must have been like a an infant because if they were buckled in their car seat in the house, or you forgot them in the house outside their car seat. I think it was Tonu. But I mean, like, was he buckled in the car seat in the house buckled and then you forgot seat. to grab the car yeah. seat? Buckled in the okay. car seat. Okay, because I was like, or was he wandering <laughs> no, in the no, house or buckled, sleeping? He was buckled in the car seat. <laughs> Yeah, so that's not too bad. But, <laughs> that's pretty bad. <laughs> no, that's not not okay. that bad. Okay, go ahead. I've I've heard worse, but on Saturdays, what? How do? And we can talk about how we both prepare. But how do you prepare for church on Sunday? Mind you, you just said earlier that we should always prepare for worship on Sunday. Mm-hmm. No matter like whether whether you're leading or preaching or. Just sitting in, yeah. I think it's a good practice to just prepare your heart to worship God. When sure. We try to encourage our people by sending out the worship set, by letting them know, here's the passage for the week. Here's what we're going to be focusing on. For sure. Just because we want people to be in a mindset to receive. But how do you personally prepare for worship on Sunday? So usually it starts, I mean, it could be going on throughout the whole day. But um, like, so like today. I had, we like totally changed our set after our rehearsal and our rehearsal was on Friday this, oh, what, yesterday? Oh, I guess two days ago because it's technically Sunday now. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so I was uh, updating chord charts and adding notes for the team. Um, I usually like to include notes so everyone's on the same page. So I was doing the chord charts, song sheets, sending it out to everybody, making sure everyone has everything they need for tomorrow, thinking through the song. So yeah, I've been, I usually, throughout the week, but especially the night before, um, playing the songs throughout like the day um, throughout the house um, to just get like so it becomes like natural mm-hmm. not just natural but like I can just sing those songs without looking at the song sheets usually mm-hmm. I'll look at the song sheets for my notes like to know like where we're going next but um, yeah just looking over my notes making sure I got like an idea of what I want to do transitionally between songs like where because as a worship leader, like you're helping lead the people in worship. And like, I think of it like connecting uh, the dots or like connecting the song. So things flow. And mm-hmm. so everyone's understanding like, oh, this is intentional. Like there's a purpose. Like mm-hmm. we're not just singing these three random songs, but everything's going together and we're getting somewhere. Like it's preparing us for the sermon. And after the sermon, it's like helping us respond to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so just singing through all that. And then, um, getting the kids like just practically getting the kids stuff ready before and that's like a good night <laughs> so like tonight i got all the kids like their outfits ready so that in the morning because why though 
Why were you able to get the kids' outfits ready? Oh, because you took them out today. For how long? <laughs> well, the older four. So now we have five. And our youngest is a month old. Um, and he's been serving in the church since uh, his, <laughs> what, one, one week old. You went back. One week or two weeks? Two week, well, two weeks because no, almost two weeks. No, but that doesn't count because you left him. Like we, or your sister. No, yeah, was he didn't come, him. but he, he went go. to my sister's house so yeah. that I could go. But he was serving. He was serving in his own way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, by being watchable, or just by being watched, like <laughs> going somewhere like without me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, you took them out, took the older four out to the pool, so I was able to do all the stuff I needed to do beforehand. Um. Like on a good day also is like just tidying up the house so that after church on Sunday, we can come home to a clean house and just relax because that's a lot lot nicer than coming home to a messy house. Mm -hmm. Because not every not every night I get to it because sometimes I've been falling asleep with the kids. But I noticed that I I did notice that you like having the house clean. Oh, it just feels so much better. I mean, I think moms can understand that or anybody can understand, understand that it's easier to relax when. Uh, the house is clean. It's easy for me. You know, we never actually said this before, but I'm okay with one section being clean. Well, I mean, our, our like, downstairs is a lot cleaner than the Just the place that I'm going to go. Yeah, just the, wherever I'm going to go, I, I'm okay with that being... Oh, yeah, because you can relax Yeah, yeah. I like the kids' toys yeah. just go somewhere else. Oh, yeah, that guys, I can't happy. keep up completely with all the five kids and mm-hmm. everything being clean all the time. I used yeah. to, yeah. But yeah, so getting back to how do I prep? Yeah, getting the kids' stuff ready beforehand. Now with a newborn and taking him to church, like making sure I got the baby bag packed and ready to go. So that in the morning, because um, I'm also prepping in the morning, right? Like getting warming my voice up. Um, yeah, making tea, making my tea to help warm my voice up. Mm-hmm. Um, is part of that think. is part of the prep? You said you send stuff to the team. Part of the prep for you is making like checking in on your team and making sure they're good. Yeah. So like because we had we don't usually have like make such drastic changes um like just a couple of days before uh worship service or Sunday service. So um even just like today checking in with with my team like hey is an hour usually we have an hour long sound check where we run through everything and for us tomorrow it's going to be like we only ran through two songs ever heard so we changed three songs because mm-hmm. we're we went from like having a big like planning for a bigger band to mm-hmm. going acoustic. Mm-hmm. Um, Church plant so, problems. <laughs> not just like... Life problems. We're not just... I don't really see it as a problem. It's like, yeah, when you church plant, you got to be able to go with the mm-hmm. flow. But at the same time, I'm thinking like, okay, like I mentioned in the last episode, like I hold the worship sets like this, like, okay, God, have your way. So just being able to say like, hey, not just be a stickler for this is what I planned, we're going to do this. And that's like, I feel like if you do that, it's yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no room for like the things you don't plan for. Like it's harder to like see what God's doing in the moment when you're like so stuck on your plans. And the word says like many are the plans in a man's heart, but it's God's purpose that prevails. Mm-hmm. And so just keeping that in mind that God's sovereign, not me. <laughs> and I don't see everything. I don't know everything. And so like, at rehearsal, so just this specific week at rehearsal, it just felt like it wasn't sitting right. Like, I think, like, I think we need to make some changes. And so being like checking with the team, like, would you be okay if we did this? And, and then making the change and then feeling like, okay, we're all, everyone's good with this and making sure it's not just like 
like I mentioned in the last episode, not just my preference, but mm-hmm. this would be better for everybody. And so tomorrow, yeah, or yeah, so prep today in preparation for tomorrow. Today I just checked my team, like it's an hour sound check still okay and everyone's good. Um, but yeah, the changes we made are like I made sure it'd be easier for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, wouldn't require a whole nother separate rehearsal. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And then just checking in like with my team, how you mm-hmm. doing if they're okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Keep in mind always keeping in mind the other people and I guess over the Saturdays that we've had just in ministry, sometimes Saturdays is rough. Mm-hmm. Spiritually. Oh, for sure. If it sometimes feels that the kids just are crying more at night or just always things happening, waking up in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. And so understanding this is a spiritual battle, mm-hmm. not for just sure. for us and what we're going through, but for the people that are going to be serving Yeah, for the people that are coming. Like the devil doesn't want people to come to church and worship and receive from God's word and walk out 100%. transformed. Yeah. Walk out impacted by the gospel of Jesus Christ. And what the devil or what the devil does want is for people to come and for us to not be ready to show kindness and hospitality and graciousness. Right. And they just walk out and go, this isn't, this isn't for me. Yeah. And so understanding that should put us in a position to really prepare spiritually, even pray. Mm-hmm. Cause we do that too. We pray. Oh, for sure. Um, I was just <laughs> listing all the, yeah, I guess, practical, the practical stuff. Things, but yeah, yeah. I mean, throughout that, all of that is like praying. I mean, even I, I mentioned to you earlier, I was like, Huh, I could either go watch, I could watch a show on my phone, but I know that's not going to help me prepare. So even just like in that talking to the Lord, like, okay. Mm-hmm. And hearing his still small voice, like this would be better. Yeah. So just like listening to the music and doing other things that'll help me mm-hmm. set my mind on him. Mm-hmm. I think it's similar for me preparing to preach. It's, the good thing about it is I don't have to worry about everybody else when it comes to preaching. Oh, yeah, it's like just you. But just, a lot of times me. I hear you late at night just uh, going through your sermon. Mm-hmm. And that's how it becomes like you, like you're familiar with your Yeah, like content. your material, your content. Mm-hmm. And we were looking for the quote the last time we were talking and about, about excellence. excellence. And I couldn't figure it out. And so I didn't dig more because I, I was just lost. And... Figure what out? The quote. Oh. We're for. But shout out to Chad Vegas. Mm-hmm. Right. And the fact that I wrote it down. <laughs> put it in a note. Yeah. We heard it from Chad Vegas on a story or something. And the whole idea was excellence is the absence of negligence. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's the app. It's the absence of negligence. It's excellence. Isn't everything goes perfectly well, how we want it. And um, yeah, service is perfect. Right. Because we're human beings. The the fact that God even uses us is a blessing. Right. He, he could do it better himself. That's why I wear <laughs> well, that. That's better than the, So funny, our setup, <laughs> our setup is hilarious. We have no tripod on the camera that's facing you. We got a tripod on the camera facing that, but it's not safe. Little thing could fall off at any moment. What? And the reason that I got the headphones on, it helps my ear, my hair, and you don't have headphones. <laughs> we only have one set of headphones. We only have one key light. (laughs) (laughs) We're working with what we got. We're working with what we got. Let that be an inspiration to you. Yeah. Help us out here. Oh, no. Inspiration to to just go for it. And just go for it. (laughs) Start messy. But I was saying, Chad Vegas says, 
excellence is the absence of negligence. And I love that because I want to pursue excellence. I want to pursue, like, I want to pursue giving God our best. Mm -hmm. But excellence isn't perfection. Right. If it was perfection, God wouldn't use us because he could do it perfectly himself. And he uses us. And we couldn't even if we tried. Yeah. We're co-workers, though. We work Mm -hmm. with God, empowered by his Holy Spirit. But pursuing excellence for a Christian is not being negligent with the things God's given you. Right. So, But being faithful. Being faithful. I'm okay getting up there, studying all week, trying to exegete the text, Mm -hmm. thinking about application, prepping, going through my sermon, writing a manuscript out, putting notes, putting the slides up, all of that. And I get up there and it flops. For some reason, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. It wouldn't sit well with Why? me. Why? Because you did all you could. Right? I did all I could. Yeah. God is sovereign. Yeah. And and I'm a human being. I'm yeah. a, I'm gonna mess up. Yeah. And encouragement that in our weakness, His power is made perfect. Yeah. God's power is made that. perfect in our weakness. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't. It wouldn't be as okay with me. It wouldn't be okay with me if I didn't study. Right. If I didn't go through my text. If, yeah. That's just negligence, mm-hmm. right? That's not excellence. Even for music, I'm. It's okay. We you say that to your team. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Oh yeah, like this week. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, you're gonna basically say it, but I'm just being specific. Like this week, I set. I was prepared for. I had everything prepared for what I had originally planned to do. Like, and our team had rehearsed, mm-hmm. right? All like these five songs. And then after Friday, that's why I'm like checking my team because like we put everything, got it all set. Mm-hmm. Then we're like, this isn't set it feeling right. It's not sitting well with us, right? Do we get the kids? Uh, no, she has this coffee. You know, oh, she kids cry and then they go back to sleep. But <laughs> I okay. could go get her, so I'm I'm listening. Um, but uh, but yeah, so you do all you can, and then at the same time, like like you said, we're coworkers, right? So you don't just get. It's not like God gives you the plan and you go run with it. And then you like check in once in a while. It's like we can do nothing apart from him, John 15, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like we're co-laboring second by second. And mm-hmm. so like constantly pr- like praying, like asking the Lord, like like in communion with him. Like, okay, is this right? Like mm-hmm. do we do, does this sit well? So anyway, so going back to like the excellence, right? It's like doing all you can. And then even if, so if it, if we did that set and it flopped, like it flopped, but like now, even now, right? We made the switch and I'm doing everything I can to make sure. Mm-hmm. And my, my team is doing everything we can to make sure like we're ready mm-hmm. to do it. Mm-hmm. The new set. Yeah. But yeah, there are times like in the worship service where it, I mean, every worship service doesn't go exactly how I had planned or hoped. That's I'll get her. strong on here. Okay. I'll go get her. Yeah. But we keep rolling. So yeah, I think what what Leah's talking about is important and, and something that she tells her team, and I've seen her do it, which is pursuing excellence doesn't mean hitting all the right notes. It doesn't mean hitting, doing everything goes well. Sometimes you, you miss the note. Sometimes you play something that, that, you, that you weren't supposed to play. And that's fine. What's not fine, what's not okay, and, and this is why uh, individuals have to judge for themselves whether whether they're doing it. 
or not. But, but what's not okay is I didn't rehearse and so I wasn't on point. That That's not okay. And it's not okay. Not only is it not okay, it's not giving God our best. And it's not okay for you personally. Like it's not okay for you. You're so gifted and you're, God's blessed you with so much. Why would you want to sell the gifts that he's given you short? Why would you want to do that? I think I, I think that's important to, to know that. So I've seen it in my wife. I've seen it in Leah. She's leading worship. Um, that there should be a culture of excellence, but there should also be a culture that's just filled and saturated with grace because we're human. And because, even more importantly than that, because Jesus is our Savior, Jesus is our Lord, and what we see in Jesus is, is so much mercy and so much understanding towards us who mess up. Does he call us faithless sometimes when we're being faithless? Yes. Does, does he speak directly to us? Yes. But it's never without compassion. It's never without love. It's never without grace. And if we see that in Jesus, then we should be modeling it to the people around us. And so that is the culture of excellence that we want to see in our church. That's that's where people are taking their roles and responsibilities and worship seriously, but also knowing that we're just human beings and we are privileged to be with God working. I was talking about the culture of excellence and, and how we just want to, we really want to see people pursue excellence, like how it's, it's not okay to miss, you know, to miss a note because you didn't rehearse. Oh yeah. It is okay to miss a note. Mm -hmm. It is okay to play the wrong thing. It is okay to come in too early or come in too late or, um, because something happened. But what's not okay is that happened because you were negligent, yeah, because yeah. you weren't prepared. And we all, we, but that's, but the good thing about that is we don't top down that thing. Like we don't enforce that. We want people to reflect on their own hearts as yeah. they're going throughout the week. Yeah. So. yeah. So that, that's the culture of excellence. Mm -hmm. So that's preparing for Sunday. Um, this Sunday is a special Sunday. Well, First Corinthians six. We're dealing with a topic. Okay, like, we're dealing with sex, actually. Forgetting. Yeah, we're dealing with sex, mm -hmm. um, sexual sin, and all kinds. Head on, there is adultery mentioned there, sexual immorality, uh, fornication, mm -hmm. homosexuality, yeah, and all of that. All of that going on in First Corinthians chapter six, mm -hmm. and so. It's, it's a passage, and I've been talking to you about this, that mm -hmm. I want to be faithful to it, but I also want to speak so much grace because, well, when you read the passage, you see that it is direct. He doesn't, Paul doesn't pull any punches. He says that the sexually immoral, the adulterer, right, all these, all these people, the, the greedy, though, mm -hmm. won't inherit the kingdom of God, but... Um, and, and and he's not just talking about homosexuality. I think a lot of people focus just on it's homosexuality. It's any any sex outside of marriage mm -hmm. is sinful. Any sex. It, it doesn't matter if it's if it's heterosexual or homosexual. It's sin mm -hmm. outside of marriage. And the only marriage that the Bible recognizes as a true marriage is a marriage between a man and a woman. Mm -hmm. So dealing with a topic like that, 
what what kind of challenges do you see in our church about talking about a topic like that? No well, one, we have a lot of kids. Yes, <laughs> who sit in um, on the in the service mm-hmm. with us, um, and then just in general, that's a messy topic, and not just messy, but it can go so many different directions. Mm-hmm. And there, I feel like just on the topic of sex, like there's so many different places, like people's minds can go as mm-hmm. far as like like and in the context of this scripture like where where you might what things you could focus on mm. yeah. well i feel like i should ask you that question <laughs> what things am i going to focus on yeah well when you look at the passage he says um don't be deceived mm-hmm. right um and he lists out a, a list of sins um the first half sexual mm-hmm and then the second half, he talks about greed. And, Are you talking uh, about the first half of First Corinthians 6? No, no, the first half of the list. So I'll just read it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll pull up my Bible on my phone. Everybody should get the Bible app. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been resisting rating it just because I'm like. Oh, because it like, usually pops up when you're like. What do you want me to rate rushing? the Bible? What do you want me to rate oh, the Bible? No, you're rating the app. The app. Not the yeah. Bible itself. Oh, okay. Anyway, I just give five stars, but sometimes I say like. Okay, honestly, like it says, are you enjoying the Bible app? That's how they word it. Yeah. Probably because you don't want to say no. And I just say no. But sometimes I say no because I'm like, wait, I'm trying to find this verse. Sometimes I'm like in service. And I'm like, wait, I got to find this verse. And it pops up right then. And well, then I just say no. All the time. Yeah. Sometimes I say yes and I just no, give I five just say stars. No. You know why? It's I, I treat it like those Facebook memes that used to come up. If you love Jesus like this. Oh. <laughs> and I would just not lie. Like, if you scroll, if you love Jesus, don't scroll past this without liking it. Oh, right. It. There's so many things I like scroll that. past european jesus so fast <laughs> and maybe that shows what's in my heart <laughs> if you want to throw a jesus meme at me okay hair model jesus european jesus any kind of jesus <laughs> i don't even care if it's if it if it's right on middle eastern like exactly what jesus was supposed to look like right I don't care if it's that. I'm scrolling past it if you for if you're compelling me to like this thing you say if i pass no, if you're it, trying to guilt trip I ain't being guilt tripped by nothing. Right. I go to Panda Express and they asked me to to Oh what? that battery also died. No. How did that happen? I don't know. Maybe we can we should continue this on our next episode. <sighs> Ephesians. I mean first Corinthians six. Yeah, maybe. But this will be post sermon, yeah. not pre sermon. That's a bummer that that died. I know. I thought that was fully charged, that battery. Maybe yeah. that's the wrong battery you grabbed. Hold on, I gotta go back I gotta go back on my thing though, what I was saying. I go to Patent Express and they ask me if I want to donate to this. I used to feel guilty. <laughs> and then I thought to myself, 16 cents to get even? That's how they're getting, that's what they're getting me. And I feel guilty for not giving 16 cents to whatever charity they want. I go past that so fast because we probably give more, support more kids other ways in our church through. Mm-hmm. What we're doing, our support overseas, right? We mm-hmm. do. We're doing a lot of work uh-huh. already. I just don't want to be guilt tripped on my way out. So you don't give it, right? No, nah, actually, I do a lot. Oh. I, I, they get me a lot. <laughs> but I'm just trying to be bold. I'm trying to act like I got like I. Got oh, I say whatever. no because I'm like oh, I, I give you, other ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and even when but I but make sure make sure you're giving to other people. Folks. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Make sure you're generous, gracious. Like say yes generous. if you're not giving in other ways. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you, yeah, so if other you people, haven't given, like, and supported the least of these, and you drive in Panda Express, 
Go support. Support. That. Yeah, give them the 16 cents. But I don't like doing that just because I'm like, I don't necessarily know. I don't see where the money is going. So I, I like to. No. Yes. I like to put my money where I like know yeah. for a fact or where I'm seeing the the fruit of what I'm giving. Yeah. But I'm scrolling past Jesus every time on Facebook. Whoa. The, like the picture of Jesus that people present. Yeah. Yeah. And I tell you, I got you. I love you, <laughs> but I don't like this guy and the guy that posted it either. Yeah. It gets, okay. it gets my mom though. I'm sure all the time. <laughs> yeah. Shout out life with life with mama. Ella. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we'll, rec- we'll record more later. We got to finish this episode though. What we're going to do is I'm talking about first Corinthians. Oh, if you ch- want to hear more on what you're focusing on, come to our Listen, church tomorrow. Harbor, Harbor church, church Waipahu, Waipahu. live stream. You can find the oh, sermon that we're going to talk about. That's my cue. That's the cue. I got to head out. Got to head out. Oh yeah. There's, oh, there, I'm watching this right now. She's fine people. <laughs>